This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Hey, this is Dan, and welcome to another special episode of Get a Real Job. Uh, We've got this ongoing series where we're profiling people and businesses that are focused on sustainability, reducing environmental impact, and just generally making the world a better place. So thank you to all of these people. So this week, I spoke with two-time Super Bowl champion linebacker Von Miller. Uh, This is a man who has two driving professional passions in his life, and he pursues them both with equal force and vigor. Uh, One, as you probably know, is uh, being an absolute nightmare for any opposing quarterbacks or offensive linemen who are lined up against him. Uh, Thoughts and prayers to you. And the second professional pursuit, well, I'm going to let him explain, uh, because it's interesting, I'm going to let him explain right after this message. So thanks for listening. Well, I'm a a chicken farmer, (laughs) and I'm just any chicken farmer, um, pasture-raised, non-GMO, humanely-raised product. I think um, so many people are concerned about how their food is grown and how it's processed. Yeah. And I have a humanely-raised product. And we only have, our chickens only have one bad day. And um, <laughs> we, we got a pasture-raised product. It's different than uh, free-range or it's different than cage-free. We actually have our, our birds in a pasture. Then we have the house over the birds. And we just take the house off over natural, like grass and over the land, like a conveyor belt. It's just really like every, two, every two or three days, we just move the house over some. Wow. And we just... We have it on 33 acres, so you know it's a. They never see the same grass. They never see the same grass. They have natural uh, access to uh, light and bugs and crickets and you know everything that they do, everything that they need to be happy, uh, healthy birds. So I know nothing about chicken farming. Is that? uh, But from what you described, that doesn't sound typical. No, it's not typical. You know, typical. You got. Typically, you have these uh, huge chicken operations and, you know, they have these chicken houses and they're, they're stuffing probably, you know, 30,000 or 40,000 birds into one house. Yeah. And they have two light cycles, um, you know, instead of 12 hours light, um, they do it six hours on, six hours off, six hours on, six hours on, off for about, uh, you know, six weeks, six, six to eight weeks. Mm. And then it's uh, go time for chicken wings and, and brisk. Right, and, right. Uh, you know, with my with my product, you know, we have a humanely raised product, and they have natural access to light. And you know, I'm uh, I'm very conscious of how our our product is grown and how it's raised. You know, at first I wanted to get into you know the huge uh, you know the huge poultry industry like Tyson Sanderson Farms, uh, Butterball, you know, all of these big time uh, you know chicken operations. But I felt like I after about a year into the league, I felt like I had to do it a different way because I have a lot of eyes on me. 
Mm. And instead of just instead of just chasing after, you know, big, big bread, I wanted to still chase after big, big bread, but I yeah. wanted to do it in a way that that I could attach my name to. And, um, you know, here at Green and Pastures, we care about our products. We care about how it's processed, how it's raised. And, um, yeah, I could put my name all over this. That's wow. That's amazing. What what, what drew you to poultry? Um, to be honest, like I, I took an easy class, um, you know, in Texas A&M. You know, as you can guess, like I'm a sophomore in college and, you know, I needed the the class. It was poultry meat production one-on-one and I need the class for my GPA. And um, I think the average was uh, A minus. And I got in the class and it was an easy class. So okay. I, I started to fall asleep. I started to fall asleep in the cat. I started to fall asleep in the class. And, you know, I really just, you know, really just go through emotions. But um, my professor, Dr. Farnell, he wasn't having it, so he yeah. uh, he used to like um, he used to single me out and, and call me up to the front of the room and really you know make me go over. He used to make me go over vertical integration, you know, genetics, uh, uh, processing, uh, so many different things. And in turn, I really started to learn the business. And um, wow. by the end of that semester, I was like, okay, like if I ever make it to the league this is what I'm going to do. And if I don't make it to the league, this would be my plan B. So I had already had my plan B from, from day one. And, you know, I was able to make it to the league and and get a contract. And this was the, this is the first thing that I did. Wow. That's incredible. So growing up, uh, when your family, was there any connection to farming or animal? You know, I'm a a country guy. I grew up outdoors and, you know, I grew up around cattle and, and, you know, goats and, you know, pigs, but I never ever thought that I would be, yeah, a chicken farm. It was never in my family. Like I was around it, like my uncles and you know my cousins and stuff. You know they raised the uh, cattle and pork, but you know for me I just never saw that. I, I, I never, I never gravitated, I never gravitated, gravitated towards that. I felt like you know I would be doing something else. And um, when I got in when I got into college, you know I was trying to find a you know something to do. I was trying to find something out of my yeah. degree, and you know I took this easy class, and I was like, bro, this is it. Like if I can ever get um, you know, any money, this is what I use it on. This would be my plan B. And if I make it to the league, you know, this is this is what I do with the money that I get. And um, yeah, I had it, I had it early on at Texas AM, right when I got in, in uh poetry science, I knew this is what I would want to do. And they say a lot of people doing it. It wasn't like a uh, you know, a popular class that you would take, right. like kinesiology and leadership yeah. and all these other things. It mm-hmm. was it was poetry meat production and you know, I'm a Texan, and I've always been a country guy at heart, and it just kind of chose me. Wow, that's incredible. So <clears throat> when people are eating chicken wings watching you play, they should be eating your chickens. Is that the... Uh, yeah, you idea? know, I'm biased. You know, I, I'm biased. I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we I have the best product out. Yeah. Know? And I, I feel like everybody should. I, should. I feel like everybody should feel like that about their product. You know, my product is, is uh, non-GMO. It's uh, humanely raised. Yeah. Um, so you can so you can feel safe and you can feel comfortable eating my chicken wings. You know, I'm in right. Buffalo. I'm in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I feel right. like you, you know, whenever you whenever you eat other, you know, other these other companies, you know, you know, you can see you see the wing, you're like, whoa, this is huge. But you yeah. know, that's not the case. That's not the case for my product. Right, right. So so getting involved in the in the business aspects of it. You know, what What was that like? Do you have a business background? Do you bring in people to help you? How, how did you get it off the ground? Yeah, I did. Um, you know, being an Aggie, 
um, we're, a, we're an agricultural school. Yeah. And um, whenever I got in the league and, you know, people found out this is what I wanted to do, I teamed up with two Aggies, mm. um, you know, Paul and Cameron, those are my partners. And they had already been killing the business and uh, with, with layers. Layers are eggs and I, and I do broilers. So I do whole birds and cutlets and legs and, and tenders and thighs and all of that stuff. And they, they, they had, they were doing eggs before they met me and they were looking for, you know, a segue into broilers. And I was looking to start a chicken farm. So it just, they were Aggies. I'm an Aggie. You know, yeah. like you hear about the Aggie network, you, yeah. know, you hear about the Aggie network all, all across the nation. And, you know, we kind of, we teamed up on this project and that was, uh, that was six years ago and the rest is history. So what, um, where are you now? What, do, where are you hoping to take it? What, what are you in uh, grocery chains? Where can people, where can people buy your products? You know, this is a, uh, this is like my nest egg. So I could easily, you know, it's easy to, to, to get confident, to get overconfident and, um, just start to put the product out there, you know, and just to just flood this and flood that. Yeah. And I feel like we've done a really good job of just of not biting off more than we can chew. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're in one whole foods in Texas. We go from the farm to the house. Um, COVID was huge for us. You know, we, we, we did very, very well in COVID because we're going straight from the farm, Yeah, you know, to your home. Um, you can get all the info and all the pictures and everything that we do at greenerpastures.com. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's I, I'm I'm trying to hold the reins back because I really um, all right. This is my nest egg, you know. This yeah. is this is my plan B, and I don't, I, I want it to I want it to work, and I want it to be successful for me. Yeah. So I'm only biting off really. I'm really biting off more just just the right amount to yeah yeah you know, yeah do the job so, so that you can chew it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. More coming up from our guests, but first a word from our sponsor. Who doesn't want to do right by the planet? Well, one of the easiest ways is to use paper, and another is to choose products that come in paper-based packaging. Because paper comes from trees, a natural and renewable resource. And here in the U.S., private forest owners carefully maintain healthy forests and their habitats to provide our essential paper products. And those products can be recycled up to seven times. Thanks to innovative design solutions, everyday items from cosmetics to liquid detergents are now using paper-based packaging, making it easier than ever for consumers to do good for the planet. And the same goes for business owners. Choosing paper-based packaging materials is a great way to take the sustainable path forward that also gives back. So choose paper and help America's forests thrive. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com. And our next sponsor, whether you need digital tools so you can bank on the go or you need a one-on-one -on -one with an experienced business banker, with PNC Bank, you got it. PNC's business banking team is built entirely around the way you like to do business. Innovative mobile tools that let you manage your cash flow, monitor your payments, and more around the clock give you the flexibility that every business owner needs. And PNC combines those digital tools with a team of business bankers who are ready to sit down and talk about the unique needs of your business and help you develop personalized strategies to move your business forward. Learn how PNC Bank can make a difference for you and your business at pnc.com slash bank your way. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. And we're back. 
So what what's something about um you know the the chicken business that you know most people like me who have no clue about it like what what do you think would be surprising to someone just walking into it about maybe some of these bigger operations as you discuss versus what you do or just a- any aspect of it Also it's a multi-billion dollar industry and it's dominated by about six well, about six companies, and these companies have been around for, for at least 100 years. Um, you know, and I'm coming in at a different angle in a different lane, and I feel like that is a great place for me because I'm not trying to overthrow, you know, the king. I'm not trying to overthrow the, the chicken men of, yeah. uh, of, of the last century. I'm, I'm trying to create a new lane, a lane that I can be proud of, a lane that I can show off, um, you know, a lane that I could. I've had ideas of people of having a live stream to my chicken houses so people can get on greenerpastures.com and they can look at the birds and they can see they're living healthy lives and they can see that they're eating bugs and going around and doing things that healthy, healthy birds do. Right. Um, and these bigger corporations, they would not like that. They don't like cameras around. They don't want people to see how it's done. Yeah. Um, I want to open that. I want to, I want to open that door for anybody that's interested in, in buying my birds or anybody that's interested to see what healthy birds look like. You can just get online and you can check it out. That's not, that's not existing right now. Yeah, well, that's coming in the near future. Right now, you can get on our our, our uh, Instagram page. You know, we're uploading you know daily photos every day, um, and these are just photos that that show the houses. But we got we got photos from the background. We got photos and you know the building process. I want I want to be an open book, and I want people to see exactly what we're doing. And I'm not a, I'm not afraid to let the people in. I don't think it's anything about my business that I that I have to hide from. Oh, that's great. So I know we've got, uh, your, uh, your cohorts, uh, uh, Cameron and, and Paul are on this call too. So, you know, uh, nice to meet you guys. You could jump in if you want to, cause I wanted to ask you Vaughn just about, you know, running the company, um, you know, what, what are the parallels maybe between running a company versus a team or being part of a team and leadership and, people having different responsibilities are there are there any parallels between uh what you do for your day job versus uh this this uh, nest egg plan yeah yeah it is um there are there are a lot of parallels you know i'm, I'm a pro i'm a pro when it comes to football you know i can roll out of bed and and go play football i can roll out of bed and go work out um i can roll out of bed with no sleep and go play in a, in a game you know this is this is my profession this is what i've been doing for a very long time and um I think I'm. I think I'm conscious of being in that area, especially in football. You know, you bring in coaches, you bring in uh, specialists to help you with your game, and you got to be open to that. And that's the same. That's the same way with greener pastures. Like I, I do not know it all, and I'm the first to to tell anybody that. But I've hired people that that do, and I and I listen to these guys, and it's it's a team. It's not. Um, it's not this guy's the boss, that guy's the boss. I am. I am so concerned with making a sustainable. I'm so concerned about making a sustainable product that that live way longer than than me or my family. And yeah. uh, you got to trust people. You got to trust people that have been in the business for a long time. You got to trust people that have that are already doing well and doing successful. And that's why you know I'm on board with with Paul and Cameron. So so Cameron, how would you uh, describe you know the way this company has taken shape and how you the, the division of labor who who does what. Yeah, I mean, it's really been an evolution. Um, when we started out six years ago, we, we kind of had a different idea of how this thing would be shaped up. And 
and partly that's due to the fact that nobody's really done this before. I and mean, we had best intentions, but things have evolved. And I think we've gotten a lot better with it. And I want to dovetail into what Vaughn was just saying. You know, if you think about the training that Vaughn does and his attention to detail and to his team and everything that he puts out on the field every day, day in, day out. You know, I always like to think of our chickens like Olympic athletes. They have the best nutrition. They have the best exercise. They have the best amenities. And when you give birds an environment like that, it produces a better quality chicken. Uh, but going back to your division, the division of labor, uh, you know, we know at the end of the day, Vaughn wants, you know, he wants to be involved as much as possible. But we also know that Vaughn is, has to spend a lot of time doing what his day-to-day is and his, you know, his dedication to his, to his craft. So, you know, when, when the time comes, hopefully later than sooner, but maybe also hopefully sooner than later too, you know, Vaughn would be out there, you know, wrangling chickens with the best of us. Um, it's going to be like Rocky all over again. But, no, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been great uh, working with Vaughn. He's, you know, there's not, I mean, there's, there's celebrities and professional athletes out there that put their name on a, on a product. You know, they do it a hundred times a day and they try to market something. But there aren't many people like Vaughn that are committed to the actual quality of the product. Yeah, that's great. Um, so Vaughn, in terms of you being, a, you know, a great chicken farmer and a great football player, you know, is it hard to keep those things in your head separate? Do you ever feel, do you ever thinking, thinking about the farm while you're sitting on the sidelines or in the middle of a play? Does, does that ever uh, happen in your head? No, no, I, I don't, and um, I'm I'm so at peace with the people that you know I've, I've collaborated with to uh, to start this this yeah. product to start this company. That I just, I just I rely on those guys. I, I trust these guys. We've been working around each other for for so many years, and um, I can compartmentalize. You know, when it's time to rest the pastor, I'll do it. When it's when it's time to raise chicken, I do it. These are you know the only things that I've been doing for a while now. So whenever it's time to to do whatever, you know, I can always put my laser focus into it. And, um, you know, I don't have a, you know, a lot of this and a lot of that and this startup company and this startup business. This is what I do. Yeah. And this is, this is my 12th year in the league. And this is what I do. This is what I continue to do, whether I'm playing football or not. Um, this is my life. So I'm, I'm committed to it 24 seven. And, um, I'm always, uh, I'm always conscious of how I can be better. You know, I always like point the finger at myself. What can I do to make this successful on and off the football field? What can I do to, to help my partners? What what can I do to help my teammates? And that's the, that's the world that I choose to live in. That's great. And, you know, I love, uh, the, the, the genesis of the idea, uh, you know, coming from this class that you sort of just took, sounded like, you know, you, there wasn't a lot of thought going into it, but you're open to ideas and open to experiences. And, you know, so many people who want to be entrepreneurs, it's a big question is like, how do I get a great idea? So, you know, if, if someone were to ask you that, how, how would you answer that? And I, I took, um, I took what was provided in front of me. You know, I had a great opportunity to go to Texas A&M and play football and, um, Texas A&M is huge. And, and, and art and art and architecture is architectural and a mechanical school farming and engineering and i always wanted to take advantage of uh you know my degree i always wanted to take advantage of my education at texas a&m it is the greatest university in all of the land and i, and I wanted to take advantage of that and right when the opportunity was uh presented to me i just 
I just took that that information and I, and I showed it. I was like, hey, this is it. You know, I didn't second guess it. I didn't say, uh, you know, what about, should I be an engineer or this and that? The, the very first opportunity that I got, the very first opportunity that I saw that I can make a living with or without football, you know, I held on to it. Um, I, I, I put all of my energy into it. You know, I wanted to be successful. Whether I had, um, you know, um, money from the NFL or not, I knew that I wanted to be a part of this. I, the way Dr. Farnell explained it to me and, you know, how it's a, it's a generational business. You, know, you have farmers that, that pass this business down to their grandchildren and so forth and, you know, so forth after that. You know, I, I wanted that for my family. You know, I wanted that for my children and I, and I wanted that, you know, to be a part of my legacy. And um, right when the opportunity presented itself, I took advantage of it. That, that's great. That's great. Well, uh, really, really awesome hearing about this company and it's, uh, it's, it's a really great thing you're doing. So, so thanks so much for spending some time with us and best of luck in the season, except yeah, I'm just going to ask you when you play the jets, just to maybe dial it down just a little bit, just a little you bit. You know, it's all good, Dan. We, we, you know, we all make mistakes. It's okay to be a jets fan. <laughs> <laughs> it is it yeah. is it sadly is a big mistake but uh but thanks so much man really great talking to you and uh congratulations with with everything you've done and uh we'll be watching what you do next yeah, i appreciate you guys thank you man thanks Dan. that's our episode folks hope you enjoyed it get a real job comes out every tuesday so be sure to subscribe to us on itunes stitcher google play or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Big people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks.